So you want to build a house. Welcome to the podcast by Statera Homes. I'm Scott Daly, and I'm here with my co-host, Jackie Kowaleski. Hello. How are you today, Jackie? I'm, I'm great. How are you? I'm doing just fine. Listen, we have an exciting episode for you today. We're going to talk a little about house design. Yes. And we're going to talk about it in the context of lessons from the lockdown. Yes. Right? So you have just gone through, or not just, but... One of the probably the most memorable things of your life going forward is going to be um, the lockdown as a result of the COVID-19 virus. Yeah, very, very strange. Learning a lot of different lessons. My habits have changed. Everyone's habits have changed. Right. And so there's these defining things that happen to every generation. Right. So when I was a kid, people would say, do you know where you were when JFK died? Well, JFK died long before I was born, but not before my parents and my grandparents and these older generations that were around when I was a kid. And everybody knew the answer to that question. When I found out JFK was shot, I was, I was in school. I was at, you know, and yeah. they can describe in detail. So for my generation, maybe it's September 11th. And I know exactly where I was when I heard about September 11th. And I know exactly, you know, I remember those days. They were vivid. If you're in Jackie's generation, you probably don't remember September 11th no, as well. No, I do, actually. You do? Well, it, that's, but I'm on, I'm definitely on the younger end, but I right. still remember it. Right. And if you're Generation Z or something like that. Yeah, you, you don't. You don't remember it. No. And that's all okay. So, so you know, if you're an adult or you're an older child or, or anything like that, this, the lockdown and, and, and the pandemic that swept the world in 2020 uh, is going to be one of those things that you're always going to remember. Sure. Uh, because hopefully it was a very unique, very tragic event that never happened again. Yeah. So Fingers crossed. But so here's why that matters. We're not really here talking about that. Everybody lived it. You got your story. I got mine. Mm-hmm. And I'd love to hear them some other time. But you probably don't want to listen to a podcast about that. No. But what it did do is it did make you spend a lot of time in your house, right? Yes. Oh, my gosh. And for some people, that was either really good or it was really long, right? A lot of time in and around the house with the people that you live with. with. Which that can be, you know, part of the problem. So (laughs) what we're trying to sort of talk through is how we think that impacts the design yeah. Of a new house. Because it does. It has, it, it has should to. have a huge impact. There are some lessons that maybe if you're looking, you're thinking about building a new house, you've been through the lockdown and mm. maybe there's some lessons from the lockdown that you, that can help you design a better home right. for the future. Right. And so what's so crazy is that a lot of people start with square footage when really, I mean, if this didn't teach us one lesson or if it taught us a bunch of lessons, one of them would be it's more about utility of the house. Right. So people probably found out that their house is lockdown friendly, and some people pretty much found out, like, sweet Jesus, I just want to not kill anyone. Yeah, I'm going to go for a car ride. Right. <laughs> Even though I'm not supposed to, I'm not supposed to kill anyone either. So just which one law, car ride, just wh- one. Which just law one. am I going to break? <laughs> I'm going to, one, I might get a speeding, a ticket for driving my car. The other one, I go to jail. Forever. Yeah. Right. So, and we're kidding. Don't hurt yeah, anyone. Yeah, those are jokes. But uh, yeah, so one of the things we get all the time is, oh, I'm looking for a 2,000 square foot house or a 2,200 or a 16, whatever. Everyone Where puts did a that number, number come from? I have no idea. But there has to be a, a sensible, 
reason people say I want this many square feet. Right. And I think a lot of it is they're looking at floor plans and they're looking at price and they're thinking, okay. Around here. This is what okay. I want. You know, I want a four-door car. Mm-hmm. I want a V6 engine. Or maybe their their former house or their current house has that right. same But a lot of people footage. have no idea how many square foot their house is. You ask my right. wife how big our house is, I guarantee she tells you the wrong <laughs> answer. She, oh, it's 11,000 square feet. Why does she? She I doesn't sound she, like that. Why did you make her sound like that? Uh, no, but that's her answer because because our house is big, and it's yeah. big because we we had kids, and the kids are gone, and the house stayed, and it and it was perfectly sized for when we had kids, and it's big now. It's just right big. It sure. allows us to collect junk um, that we don't need or shouldn't keep. Anyway, so that I think is that square footage number. I agree with you, is so misunderstood. And so let's start to talk through yeah. like some ideas of uh, the size versus, like you said, the utility. You know, like mm-hmm. a well-designed, very small house probably could have been locked down friendly. Um, sure. Right? So um, I guess you would say this. Like, So here's a question to ask yourself. Um, how many of your spaces were you really using? So it could go back to the lockdown. Okay. And you're in your house, and whoever's locked down with you is locked down with you. There you go. That's that's those are your people. Mm-hmm. And then, if you're thinking about designing a new house for your life, think about the spaces you used and the spaces you didn't. Right. And I have this theory, and my theory says this. My theory says that people had a lot of space in their house that they never went in, even when they were spending a phenomenal amount of time in their house. Absolutely. Right. So doesn't that make you ask a question? If I don't ever need this room when I'm stuck in my house and I can't leave, then why do I have that room? I think someone could make the argument that, you know, when things are freed up, they want that room to allow people to stay over. um, But they don't need three rooms for people to stay over. Right. And so that's a fair question. And so if you're thinking about building a new house... Have that conversation about hey when what did what did we really use and what did we not use and then like you said so what are some of the exceptions because that was an exceptional time, mm-hmm. but generally speaking when it's just your nuclear group whether you're an empty nester whether you're a family it's it's your people at the house sure you're using some spaces and you're not using other spaces and then the question yeah. is on your new house if you don't use those spaces what do you need them for I mean we yeah. run into people all the time who are retiring down in Delaware. And they literally want to spend, I don't know, $100,000 building this gigantic guest suite, whether yeah. it's putting a second floor on a ranch home, whether it's finishing a basement. And you kind of want to look at these people and say, hey, you know what? Like, your kids are not going to come down here as much as you want them to with your grandkids. They're just not. Mm-hmm. And you're going to spend a phenomenal amount of money to try to create that experience. Man, take them on vacation because they will go. If you pay, they'll go. Sure. And you want to create experiences. Ultimately, that space is created so they will come to your house, stay with you, and create a memory and have time together and live a bit, little bit of life together. Mm-hmm. And so there's probably more economically efficient ways to create those seasons in life than there are building this gigantic house that they're not going Right. I use. mean, how many times is that really going to happen? Right. Uh, hopefully, a good amount. Right. But is it worth spending all that money right. cleaning it all the right. time i mean keeping it hot keeping it right. cold all this so yeah so that's really a, a question if you're uh, going is, is what kind of space um 
kind of spaces where you're using where you're not using. And that really drives the conversation of um, how much space do you truly need? And not just that, but where do you need it? And Jackie, right. you had some really interesting thoughts about rooms in a house. Yeah. Well, so my idea, talking about the the um, in-law suite or that gigantic add-on that people build, I was just thinking, I mean, I know your mind went there. My mind went to... I'm thinking about building a house. I don't really want a big foyer. I'd rather have less foyer space and more laundry room space. Or um, I'd rather have more closet than bedroom. Or I'd rather have my guests, my additional bedrooms be smaller because, you know, who really is staying in there? Right. And even if, so if you make the argument, you know, I would say, okay, you have someone stay for a weekend. They don't really need to have a big bedroom, but then you can make the argument, well, what if I have kids and I want to grow into the house? Well, they can live in a 10 by 10 bedroom because I lived in like an eight by nine dorm room for well, too much time. <laughs> so, so it's possible. And it's, I'm not saying they need to be just, you know, stuffed in there, but a 10 by 10 bedroom is a good size and you can have a nice closet in there. And then ultimately they come out into different parts of the house Right. And so then it's, you know, do you have a playroom? Well, the kid probably spends most of the time in that room and then he right. sleeps in, you know, he or she sleeps in the bedroom. So right. I just, when I'm thinking about building a house, I think about what I do daily that uh, sort of fits my needs, not the traditional, oh, a house is supposed to have X, Y, Z. So what you're saying is you'd actually like to have a house that fits your life. Yes. Yeah. Have you ever heard that before no, on this I podcast? How does it come up you with know, that all idea? the marketing I do for this company. Right? I, no, I think I might align with Way that Way to be a on message, bit. Jackie. <laughs> I do. I am on message. Yeah. And I really believe it. Right. And we have always said, if you go back into our marketing or, or you go back in this podcast, is, you know... A house is the setting for the story of your life. And boy, the lockdown taught us that, man, it could be a lot more of the setting than maybe we'd like it to right. be. <laughs> Hopefully not. But, uh, but, right. but so I think what you're saying is, is think about how you live and don't just take necessarily the traditional house that everybody needs. Three bedrooms, two bath, open floor plan, blah, blah, blah. Which right. Grow on trees. Literally every builder has right. I three think, of those. I think builders and realtors are guilty and they might be right, you can tell me, of pushing that agenda. You right. have to have this. You have to have this because what if resale? What if you want to grow right. into it? What if this? But are you should definitely take a minute and say, am I compromising the way I am going to live for for that emotional feeling of, of safety in purchasing right. the house? Right. And there is kind of a balance, but I think what there you're saying is, is we're sort of out of balance. That if all you're doing is thinking about how this house resells, right? You know, what about your life while you're in it? You haven't even lived in it yet, right? Don't build a house for the next people that are going to own it, right? And I'm not saying you know, oh, we have two extra bedrooms. Uh, Jackie and Scott say we don't need it. Well, you know, you might want to have a little home gym or an right. office, or but that again, it just goes back to. Am I going to work from home a little bit more from now on? Right. Okay, well, then I need this office space. Am I going to be teaching my kids at the breakfast table? Or do I need a dining room? Do we need the open floor plan? Do we need more privacy? And we need the sound to be kept down a little bit. Right, which brings us kind of to the, the sort of the second phase of what we're talking about is how do you use the space? And, right. you know, you kind of really touched on that is is 
one of the things that spending a lot of time in your house has given you the opportunity to do is really analyze how you use the space of the house. Because a lot of times when you're just running and running and running, um, you don't really get to think through the space of your house. But, you know, we were locked down, at least in Delaware, at a time when the weather wasn't that nice outside. You know, you right. weren't. Yeah, no, and it wasn't. a lot of the outdoor spaces that you would go at the beaches in here in Delaware were closed. Mm -hmm. So there, you're in your house. You know, you mm -hmm. want to be in your yard because it's freaking cold and raining. Right. So Which there is, you go. Yeah, I mean, that brings us to the outdoor space as well. Right. When you think about building a house, you think about, hopefully, the utility and the purpose of your house and within it. But then you also think... You know, do I want a porch, a patio, paver, sunroom? Do I want something that I can sit outside? Right. And do I want my house to be L-shaped so I'm nooked in there, have a little bit of privacy? Those are some things that you should think about. Right, and I think most people don't think through all those spaces. You know, they say they see the optional sunroom on a builder's sheet that they downloaded from the Internet, and they think, oh, I, we need the sunroom. Right. But the sunroom, which, you know, in, in a lot of floor plans is tacked onto the dining area, which is tacked onto the kitchen. So it's really an extension of the kitchen and the dining area. Right. What do you do with that space? Well, that's what I'm saying. So in, in my opinion, I think a lot of people go a little too far. They might not. But with a big island, a breakfast area, a dining room, and a three seasons room or a porch. Right. You know, how many places are you going to be eating at one time? Maybe you pick three of those. Right. And maybe you just sit and eat in front of the TV like everybody else. Right. <laughs> I mean, maybe you do that. Right. When no one's like, you know. Yeah, I you don't need any of that. Right. Stuff. Maybe you're just acting. You keep that stuff because you act like you use it. But right. I, but so what? You have your island and then you walk through your your breakfast area to get to your dining space to get to your patio. I mean, I'm sure it's set up a lot right. better than that. But do you need it? Right. And uh, so ultimately, that's it. So you're you you end up paying for more house. Yeah. That you that you can't use. It's not that you don't need that space. It's just that that space isn't well allocated to your life. Right. You don't use it. If you, you have a dining it. room table that has a bunch of crap on it or you don't need that table. Right. You need a closet. Yeah. Or a home office. Yeah. I'm sure that dining room bumps up to your bedroom and then you think, I really want another closet. Right. I mean, I think that all that, the time. That's that's the thing. So you know, we um, so I think that is an interesting um, just concept to really think through and talk through. Like, not just oh, I I, I want this room, but how am I going to use this room? Right. right. And, you know, if I do get a big kitchen island, is that really going to work like a table? And now I don't need to worry about a table. Do right. I not need a formal dining room? Right. Um, and if I don't need a formal dining room and I like a plan that has a formal dining room, what can be done with that formal dining room? Which kind of right. brings me to the next thing is like, you know, I would say there's probably two crucial things that you want to think about um, after you sort of talk through this notion of what are your needs? Um, how do you live? Uh, is there's two things you want to think about with the builder. Um, and so you've just really had this opportunity uh, through um, the COVID-19 nightmare of figuring out how you live in a house, right? Because you spend all this time in this house. And, and mm -hmm. I think it is going to, it, it changes how we live. You know, you're going to work from home more maybe if, mm -hmm. if you're working. So a home office is a consideration. Some of these open floor plans aren't as lovely if you have a bunch of people doing different things. Mm -hmm. um, and so, but then it's like, okay, so I want to build a new house, but I have 
this great science experiment that lasted for a long time of me in a house. So now I know, you know, what kind of space do I need and not need? And right. So, you know, it, and I would think there's, there's a couple of things to think about. One is versus, you know, how about a nice space instead of a big space? Yeah. You know? So if I'm going to spend a lot of time in my kitchen, I don't necessarily need this gigantic kitchen, but man, I might as well get a nice kitchen. So I, sure. I think you're going to see a trend of people saying, I don't need all the square footage that I thought I needed, but right. I want what I'm, I'm going to surround myself in a nice spot. Right. I mean, my thing I learned is I would, what you said about the kitchen, I would want a nice kitchen and I would want a bigger kitchen because I planted myself in the kitchen. I had my coffee there. I was sitting right. at the counter and then when people come over, we sit in the kitchen. And I know that's one of the things, again, I'm on, mar- I'm right on track with our marketing. But, I mean, bedroom-wise, it's all about closet space for me. I don't right. need a sitting area in my owner's suite. Right. And that's kind of how we design our houses, that, that, they, that we focus on the kitchen space, but the, the bedrooms are not as impressive. They're just not. Right. right. Because you have to make a compromise unless you have an unlimited budget. Right. Sure. And where do you spend your time? Well, you spend a lot of time in your bedroom. Don't get me wrong. Third yeah. of your life. But, you know, your eyes are closed and that room doesn't right. matter how big it is. Right. And I'm not saying you, you don't have ample lighting. You have a nice space. I'm just right. saying you don't need to put a couch in there. Right. Because you're not going to use that. No. It's going to look cool in the model and you're going to be oh. like, oh, 100% honey. more cabinets. Open it up. I right. just, that's one of the things stuff I would definitely go you're going to use. Yeah. Right, that's stuff that matters. So that's sure. that's a um, a big one. Another one would be, you know, when you're looking at the builder, think about um, a couple of things. Think about a builder that can that can tweak plans to your life, mm-hmm. right? Make those changes. Make those changes, right. right? So if you're talking to a builder and you have to take the way they do it, and you've just gotten all this new data about the way you live, and right. it doesn't match, right? Go somewhere else. I just at least shop around. Don't compromise right away. Right. Don't say, well, you know, these are the yeah. dark cabinets oh well maybe i can just buy another dresser and i'll put it in there because i don't have as much closet space that i want and just don't do that right see what you can get first before you're already compromising right so and the other one would just be you know look at some little things you know there's some little things that we do at statera that that don't really show well um but if you spend a lot of time in a house you you come to appreciate just some little things what do you mean by that so like just take the fact that we put insulation around the master suite and we give you a solid door right yeah so it just blocks noise right Mm -hmm. open floor plans everybody loves open floor plans but open floor plans also allow noise to go everywhere Mm -hmm. except you don't want it in the bedroom so what you might have learned during the lockdown is you've got someone who's a morning person or someone who's a night owl and that's okay so let's design a house that lets somebody get up early without everybody having to get up early sure or vice versa. Somebody stay up late without everybody having to stay up late. Sure. We thought through some little things about that. Um, accessibility is another thing. You know, if you you were with somebody during the lockdown who had limited mobility, is the house equipped to handle that? Mm-hmm. Is this, does the house give you some flexibility to occupy that house in different seasons of life? Right. You know, we've thought through that. And um, that's one I think I had touched on, you know, don't buy the house for... Uh, I guess don't compromise when you haven't even lived in it yet. But I think that is something that you should absolutely think about. You right. know, you think about what season of life you're in. Accessibility is something that is a smart decision to make those accommodations. All on. the time, yeah. right? So think about a you know a house that has some flexibility in the finishes. Like you said, like, wow, I want a nice kitchen. 
Why do I want a nice kitchen? Well, I spend a lot of time in right. my kitchen. And that's where I would entertain. I want that to look nice. Right. And so are there some design flexibilities? Can I put some things in my kitchen um, that that aren't just standard stuff? Do they? Do I have, you know, that level of Right. Can I go fun with the backsplash? Or do I just have to just not get it and do it later and myself? It, right. I know I don't want that to do that. That is a big deal. Um, or maybe you do. I don't know. Technology is another thing. You know, just little things like the USB charging outlets that yeah. we put in our kitchens and our bedrooms. So Huge. they can charge stuff. Um, smart thermostats. Little things like that. And, and even some of this stuff that just, it all relates to the cost of ownership. Mm-hmm. You know, buying an energy-efficient house with some quality materials that's going to last. You know, if you spent a lot of time in a house, the things that weren't done high quality in that house, when you have to spend day after day after day in that house, that really starts to bug you. Yeah, and heat and cool it. Right. You really start to look at this stuff and go, why did I ever think that was okay? Well, it wasn't. (laughs) Right. That's the bottom line. It wasn't okay. Yeah. So... I think those are all things that, you know, just ought to be um, considered. So, right. so you know, this is kind of our podcast on lessons from the lockdown. Yeah. And it's taking, you know, what was a difficult experience, but also a very memorable experience and trying to say, how can we use that experience um, to build a better future? Right. And I think that's what, you know, that's all you can do with what we've all been through a- as a world. I mean, this is something that the world has experienced. That's It's very unique. But right. you know, you're going to, if you're thinking about buying a new house, even if you're thinking about buying a used house that's new to you, um, you just spent a lot of time in a house, and I think it's worth unpacking that, figuring out how you live, and then finding something that really fits. Right. Like you said, your very own science experiment. Right. Even like, though it was forced, uh, hopefully it was helpful. Right. Well, this is trying to make it helpful. And like Jackie right. said, don't settle. Right. Don't settle. Maybe it makes sense to buy a house that's a little bit smaller and a little bit nicer and a little bit more to your life than it is to just buy the biggest house because you think that's the best value. Now, value means different things to different people. Right. And so if you're sitting there saying, well, the only value is in the size of the house and I need a really big house for a really small amount of money, it's like, is that going to make your life better? Mm. Maybe. I mean, look, you know, everyone has answers that question differently. But like you said, like, hey, a really nice kitchen and I'll give up a really big bedroom. Sure. And I'm on a budget. And that's that's real. Yeah. So so listen, we hope that's some helpful information. We hope you're able to take that experience and sort of turn around and use it for something good for the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what we're all about. And um, we really want you to come down to the beach yeah. and uh, check out our stuff and enjoy and, and get back to everything that we valued in life. So... Uh, This is the So You Want to Build a House podcast. I'm Scott Daly. And I'm Jackie Kowaleski. And we can't wait for you to listen to our next episode. So You Want to Build a House is brought to you by Statera Homes. Statera Homes is a craft home builder in Southern Delaware. This builder finds value in working with you to build a home that is the perfect fit for your lifestyle. Statera truly sets themselves apart from other builders in the area. To find out more, visit their website, 
www.staterahomes.com. That's S-T-A-T-E-R-A-H-O-M-E-S.com. Or call their model home at area code 302-329-8881. That's 302-329-8881. Music from this podcast was by the band Defining Parallel from their recent single, Painted Lives. Thank you for listening to So You Want to Build a House. To stay updated on the most recent episodes, subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you found it to begin with, or check out Statera Homes' website, which is again, www.staterahomes.com. Thank you very much.